<laughs> I did that on purpose. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We were on YouTube. <laughs> that one is real. <laughs> Make myself laugh and now I'm coughing. Dude. <laughs> lambda, lambda, lambda. <laughs> I mean, the most. Revenge of the Nerds. It, it's as epic as a goofy movie. <sighs> I'm not a huge it's, Revenge of the Nerds. I didn't think it was like that great. It's a love. decent movie, right? They're de- they're funny. Oh, yeah, that's I'm right. more of a fan of like Animal House. Okay, um, we talk frat movies. There, I mean, there's tons of amazing frat movies out old there. Old school, old school is phenomenal. Everybody knows Blue. Yeah. You're my boy. We <laughs> sings Dust in the Wind. <laughs> so it's so Same good. Song. <laughs> so good. I mean, that, that's one of the quintessential Will Ferrell movies. I think um, Van Wilder. Van Wilder's amazing. Uh, the introduction of Ryan Reynolds, sort of. I mean, he did some younger stuff on, on like TV, but that was really where he kind of came into himself. Oh, I think. sure, absolutely. Um, accepted. Okay. Ask me about my wiener. Oh, dude, there's one called one Jonah Hill was in that movie. That was like was Jonah he? Hill's one of his first movies. Oh, there's one. And Blake Lively was in there, it too. There's one called One Hundred Girls. Dude, Blake Lively, and it's about. Yeah, we know she's hot. Where do you have the conversation? Remember? I know. So good. I need to talk about her kid. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Emmanuel Sharik is in this movie. She is smoking hot. Not anymore, but she used to be. I mean, she, she was totally, you look her up. It'll, you'll be like, yeah, you're right. House party. Um, house party is good. Well, house party was, was house high school. Bunny too. House party was, was high school. No house bunny. Oh, house money. <laughs> oh, house money. Yeah. House money for sure. She was a sorority mom. Yes. Um, was, what was the one that had, um, it was like, a bunch of cheerleaders at Texas like witnessed a murder and uh, Tommy Lee Jones had to protect oh, them or dude, something. Yeah, I remember that. Oh man, I can't remember that. Was, movie. It was an awful movie. It was not good at all. <laughs> it was yeah, it wasn't good movie. at all. Hey, uh, uh, by the way, this is the Ad Advocacy Podcast. Yeah, I'm Ryan. I'm Tristan. Episode 32. Four. Two, two, two. 32. Oh, you're right. I was typing earlier, yeah. so you're right. Okay, yeah. So we've got, uh, we've got my son Dylan in the house. Hi. Hi, Dylan. What's up, young lad? <laughs> Troublemaker. Dylan is young. He's my 15-year-old, six, one, six, 2 person. Are you 15? Yes. Okay, he's 15. I know, dude. Look at him. You're like, what the hell? Dylan, um, we had a great weekend, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. We had a great weekend. because, And that, that's what started this whole, this frat. Uh, Please tell me song. you don't want, are you going to go Greek if you go to college? I'm not going to college. I'm going to He's do doing trade school. school. Smart man. Trade school. Trade school is the way to go. Dude, make more money. It's like less debt. Yeah. Love it. It's, uh, I'm like, yeah, you do whatever you want, right? My daughter's in, she's going to school for <laughs> nursing-isms. I've and, got a great nursing school down there. Yeah. My cousin's a graduate of it. I'm not really going to talk about where she's went, at because that'd be weird. I went to school there for a while. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Frat, right, we're so, not talking about that where it's at, yeah. homie. We're gonna no, come no. on. Some, so, like you were, dad. you were like okay, bragging so. about being a frat daddy. And right, I made so. fun of you because frats down there when I was there were like a total joke. There was literally two. Yeah, there's a lot more now. No, I'm sure there's a lot more. Yeah. But so we went down. It was uh, it was dad's weekend or father's weekend or whatever for my daughter's sorority. Okay, and I'm like, sweet. What are we doing? And she's like, oh, you know, we're gonna go see. We're gonna do um, like we're gonna tailgate. 
Oh, tailgating um, down there is legit, by the way. I'm like, sweet, tailgating, cool. You know, like we're going to show up and open the bed of the tr- truck and eat and have fun. And she's like, no, that's not what tailgating is. And I'm like, you get I don't understand. hammered in a parking lot. Apparently, no. It, it's you get you just go to parties. Oh, okay. Yeah, because and that's what it was basically. Well, was like, with, tons of parties. All right, so when I was there, like football was really like I we was were huge becoming too. on our peak. Like we yeah. were we were they peaked. successful when we had like Dan Hawkins and Chris Peterson came in, okay. and like gonna nerd out for a second. Tailgating blew up, and it was crazy. It was like we played at Georgia one year and got smoked. But it was what really happened after that was like everybody went to a huge SEC football power, saw what they do, and they're like, "We're doing that in Boise now." It makes sense, and it, it went freaking nuts. Like part tailgating in the parking lot there at the stadium mm-hmm. is legit. Like, and I'm a cool. Coug fan. It blows the freaking Washington State tailgate out of the freaking. Dude, water. I mean, it, it was it's not even comparable. It was cool. So we we got up early, right? Um, we went and saw the parade. I Pokemon the entire time because there's so many swipeys there. <laughs> I know, totally. Not. I was like, why not? We're here. Um, <laughs> saw the parades, saw the Corvettes. That was really cool. Uh, kind of walked. Dude, we walked a ton. Like, holy crap. At least there's it's a lot of walking. Fairly flat. So it's not yeah, that bad. Lots of walking, though. Uh, my old bones were not prepared for that. That's okay. Then we went to a frat party. <laughs> uh, Do you give away all of our soap? No, not at all. No, no. Okay. I, I mean, like, I, we did give. I gave away a lot. I know, we, we but gave, I was like, I was like, but not down there. Yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah. They don't deserve that. I still not. have my collection of what I've purchased. <laughs> I mean, they might need soap because they might smell like crap. But no, I've been, sure. in a, I've been in a frat house before. Dude, they was, need more than soap. It wasn't bad though. I mean, it, it was it was clean-ish <laughs> there, which was nice. A penicillin shot. Um, um, we were hanging out with the uh, Alpha Kappa Lambda peeps. Okay. Super fun, right? AKLs. So we're there. We're doing our thing, um, and they're doing like wine bag, the wine chug chugs. Thing where you slap the bag. Still, yeah, like slap the bag. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> they slap the Franzia. We call them Franzia oh, stands. Well, I mean, that's what Back it is, basically. Yeah, because a box of Franzia in you. Well, yeah, it was just certain, it, it was Franzia. It was I think it was a, pretty sure it was a uh, white Zen. Ooh, it was delicious. And, Sunset blush and so there, is you know, another good one. <laughs> and we're looking at all the parents and stuff, and I'm thinking like, man, these guys are older than me. <laughs> they weren't. Basically, they. Uh, that's they so weird feeling, dude. How you're like as you get older, like, am I the old parent? You know what's weird? Like when I was a kid, you think like you think like forty is like old, and you're like, oh, right. Oh, you think good. fifty, and you think like old white haired grandparents. I'm, now that I'm forty two, I'm like, dude, what what age these people in our past so much that they they turned white so fast? Uh, so I'm, I'll be thirty seven next next month. Man, you're freaking old. I have a kindergartner, mind you're you, right? I got I got started late. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I'm the oldest parent That's in amazing. my kids' class, and I'm like. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, look around. I'm like, I hear them talking. It's like, oh, yeah, when I was at WSU like five years ago. I'm like, <laughs> they started early. Anyway, so yeah, hanging out there, um, met Brandon, who was the VP of the frat. We're all having fun, you know, enjoying ourselves. And I'm, I'm partaking of the goodness, you know, being a good parent. Um, enjoying myself. My daughter's having fun and encouraging you know. the underage. No, not at all. I would never encourage <laughs> underage drinking at all. Although it is a safe place as long as you're with safe people. Yeah. Right. I'm giving you a hard time. By I know way. you are. <laughs> so I never did that. I'm enjoying myself. I'm reaching out. I'm chatting, dude. I'm chatting with everybody. Cause I'm like, I don't care. Right. Yeah. There's porno Bob well, in the corner. Who's got long hair and a dark stash. His name's Ryan. What up, Ryan? How you doing, buddy? Um, had a conversation with him. Not you. Okay. Even Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm talking to Brandon. I'm, I'm like, dude, Brandon, there's sorority moms. Right. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, how come there's no frat dads? Cause that's just too logical. Yeah. And I was like, that doesn't flow though. Frat daddy. 
That's that takes a weird connotation though when you only add if you, da- when you add only daddy. Like that's the point. It. When you add uh, daddy, no, that's it's point. weird because then everybody has to call you daddy, and it's freaking hilarious. Uh, hey, daddy! It's like <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the best part, dude. Sorority mom, right? Yeah, but then short. the frat boys are calling you daddy, and that's well, like, whatever. No, I'm just the frat daddy. They call me whatever they want. Oh yeah. So it would do. It was so hilarious, and I, they were like, "That's not a thing." I'm like, "Dude, it needs to be a thing. We got to do this." And officially, I've Dilfs. become the frat daddy of Alpha Kappa <laughs> Lambda. Are we DILFs? Well, I'm, until I become a GILF, I guess. Hopefully, it doesn't happen anytime soon. But seriously. Living that DILF life. Dude, so I became uh, Snapchat famous for a little bit. I, I Everybody was passing the, the frat daddy around for a while. Dude, it was, just, it was so fun. It was a blast. Uh-huh. And I love hanging with my daughter, although sleeping on the futon sucks. Yeah. Yeah, dude. College life, I do not miss one bit. <laughs> I missed it. Like, so Owen's like, when I go to college and I'm like, hey, I was in the army. You can go to college. Like if you want to, and I was like, well, what do you want to do? And he's like, well, when I first go to college, I want to become a scientist. And then when I go to college again, I want to become a doctor. And then, yeah. And then I was like, so a lot of schooling. So how long do you plan on going to school for his entire life? Man. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, you're like, already talked about like 14 years right there between the two. You've he's, got like second and third mortgages. Yeah. Like you're not going to really, <laughs> I'm still paying for your stuff, dude. Man. <laughs> I was like, I was like, how do you, do you want to know how heating and air conditioning works? <laughs> <laughs> so much. How about, all, how about auto body? <laughs> like, and, uh, there's, there, you want to become an underwater welder? <laughs> so, oh, dude, money, make a lot, lot of money. money. Ridiculous. Oh, dude, you become union. <laughs> yeah. Six figures right out of the gate. Oh my God. Like, legitimately. I know a kid, I know a kid that I coached in football. That's legit. A union welder. He is 23 years old and he's making 84 grand a year. Holy crap. Yeah. That's why, I mean, so I'm always like, hey guys, Job Corps. Cause nobody talks about Job Corps anymore. It's real. People look it up, Job Corps. Tell your kids, like, let's get our kids, instead of these, these degrees are like just paper. So, hey, you can get Tangible started or whatever. Give them something they can do. You know what it's Welding. like? And so here's the deal. Like, Electrician. I mean, if you want to go to college, go to a community college. Save yourself some money. Heck yeah. Get your prerequisites out of the way. You make learn, sure you, you learn literally the same crap. Make sure your credits transfer. Yeah, make sure you yeah, exactly. Right. That is, yeah, that's, that's really important. Figure that one up first. Yeah. Um, you know, too, it's like go to a trade school for a couple of years. If you like what you do, you get to continue to do it. You can do it while you go to school for something else if mm-hmm. you want to, and you can pay your way through. Um, My friend Autumn, um, she at seventeen decided she wanted to be a welder. Right. Cool. Young cat could have been a model. Right. Decided she wanted to be a welder. Um, Starts doing welding, learns it, learns all the stuff, right? Starts, starts her own business, welding roses, and <coughs> making steel roses, and sending them out. COVID. They're freaking phenomenal, right? They're beautiful, totally. They're beautiful. <laughs> Autumn decided to buy a farm or a ranch thing. Bought the ranch, basically. Sweet. She got a ranch. She didn't buy the farm. No, I mean, in the maybe in whatever. The, it is. I mean, she did. She had cows and stuff. That, like that has a different. Color. Was I was trying to make a joke, and it kind of cows welding, dude. <laughs> she's she's built. She's putting an LS1, a V8 engine, and a 280Z. No way. I want, Flipping amazing. I want to go she's, for a ride. She's welding all this stuff, right? <laughs> I'm in. Her and her boyfriend are doing all this stuff. They just bought a car garage, like an, like an old one with its own lift and everything, so they can do whatever they want inside of it. And I, I don't know if they're doing other projects, but That's sweet. they bought their own garage. The, the chick, she's only like 22 now, I think. 22 or 23, I think is what hmm. she is. Has done all this. Did welding for how stable is that boy? I'm just kidding. I know. Like, I mean, seriously, it's crazy. <laughs> it's totally so amazing it. how well she's doing. And now she's sponsored by AutoZone what? using their products because she's doing all the stuff. That's freaking awesome. And she start welding, welding. Yeah. We started a, a podcast and we've got a sponsor. 
We, <laughs> I mean, we're not as cool as she is. Nah, that's true. I haven't bought my own garage yet. I haven't put a. That'd be pretty cool if we had six point two supercharged LSA motor in a freaking dude. <laughs> I mean, <it's> awesome. <laughs> it's just it's phenomenal. I'll show you the pictures later, but it's it's over the top. Like people don't realize how much they're missing out because all these industries, everyone's retiring. Yeah. Well, and speaking of retiring, right? So like there was a, an article that came out in the Boise newspaper uh, talking about like the labor shortage in the state of Idaho, mm-hmm. how everybody's got this labor crunch and everything that's going on. And it was like, I'm trying to go through it and wrap my head around it because some of it seemed like crap. But they said that they put a statistic and within the last two years, a hundred and it's like our population has increased. Um, I can't remember what the rate was, but it was like the percentage of individuals moving into the state of Idaho, 82% were over the age of 50. Wow. And I'm like, those people ain't working at McDonald's. Those people are not going to go work at the grocery store. They're not going to be, I mean, it's like all of these people coming in need services, right? But they're not bringing anybody with them that's in the age group to be in the workforce. Yeah. And so, so they said like, well, what's the incoming influx of age group? Uh, between 18 to 25 in the state of Idaho. It's got to be nothing. Minus 18%. Yep. There's more people leaving than coming in in that age group. And so everybody's able to work remote now due to COVID and all that yeah. other stuff. So it's really changed the way we've had to kind of like work around, you know, and I have my aunt up here visiting. She lives in Boise and she's like, man, I can't get over how many now hiring like posts are up here even like is, there's a lot down there. It is crazy here. It's freaking crazy. And there's, there's no industry and there's no, we've inflated prices so much on where you can live that people yeah. that are 18 to 25 can't live. No. And even if you can continue to wage, you can run $25 an hour wage working at KFC. They're still not going to be able to afford a house or an, no. like a three bedroom apartment here. Like right it's, now. A, a three bedroom, two bath house is renting right now in Coeur d'Alene. For 20, average is $2,100 a month. Here's the crazy part. So we've got all these people that are retired, whatever, right? They don't want to work, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens to all of our businesses that they came here for because they enjoy the area and now they want to go to a restaurant, but it's closed down because there's nobody working it. Done. That's what's killing us. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm not opposed to people moving here, right? But oh, it's great. So it's, you, we have grow. to be, yeah. And it, it, it growth is, is inevitable. I mean, it mm-hmm. really was. You got to look at the area. Like there's a reason people are moving here. Yep. Politics aside, right? Just look at pure numbers. And, but the crappy part is, yeah, it's the age group. And I don't want to say boomer because I hate that term because I think that that age group does bring an immense amount of value to an area. For sure. Um, but in the same token, because they're, they're still consumers, right? They're still mm-hmm. buying cars. They're buying homes. And we want they're, that. They're buying, yeah. yeah they're, they're still buying high dollar items, right? But with it is we're losing the population that, stocks our grocery store shelves or makes your burger. Yeah. Or whatever handles yeah. all the dishes. at the amazing or cleans the street, like runs yeah. a street sweeper or whatever. I mean, that's, and that's what the, really the kind of the negative portion of growth right now that we're facing and everybody complains, well, if Idaho would just pay people more, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, dude, Idaho is paying people more. Mm-hmm. Like you really look around wages, wage increase right now, just within the last two years, through the it, roof. It's uh, it's over a hundred percent increase. Yep. It went from like, literally you could work at McDonald's making, I think two years ago, it was like they were paying eight bucks. Now you can go work at McDonald's right now and they're paying 19 or you can choose 16 with like some extra benefits. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? It's over the top. dude. Yeah. It's insane. So I mean, but nobody, but people here don't want to do it because they're, uh, we're here to retire. Yeah. 
And all the kids that are here are like, oh, well, what's the point? And then, you know, you've got people that, of course, are living off the state. It's just, and, and that happens. It's going yeah. to happen. And we're going to move to Texas. We're going to move to Arizona. We're going to, I mean, the young youth people are just going to go on. I mean, there's, there's no reason for youth to be here. Look at your dating scene. Dude, it sucks. So bad. It's awful. And it has sucked for years, <laughs> it sucks right? so bad. But look at your dating scene. And <laughs> dude, we, we've got a college. We've got a college, right? Yeah. Which is bringing in people, but not enough because they can only live in the college. Well, and you look at the commitment for college. I mean, how many people were able to work full-time on going to school? Yeah, I, I wasn't. No, not at all. It's I mean, great. I was able to maybe put in like 15 a week if I'm lucky. Yep. So, I mean, re- I mean, obviously in the summer you can work more, but during the school year, pff, <laughs> no. Yeah, you're screwed. Yeah. Especially if you want to do all of the partying or even part of the You want to have a social life at that yeah, age still too. Seriously. Like yeah. it, I mean, it's true. I mean, that's a part of it. But I mean, what if you have sports? What if you have whatever? Like you yeah. really, you get hosed. Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah. So anyways, we can move on. <laughs> well, you being this, a frat dad. I found this really cool thing though. <laughs> um, we, I love the 80s. You know that, right? Yeah. Check this out. This is the coolest thing ever. So it's called my80stv.com. No internet. Dad played the dinosaur game. What just happened? Press space. No, dude. Oh, darn it. <laughs> um, hold on. It's okay. We're going to fix this. It's no big deal. Why did you? <laughs> but it's called, I don't know. It's called my80stv.com, and it loads up this like little window, right, that um, that looks like a little TV. It's just, it's really, really cool. Looks like a little TV, um, and you click the channel thing, and it pulls up like different 80s genres, like music videos, um, sitcoms, and other things like that. Good. So I've got it all pulled up here, right? This is super <laughs> cool. Look on the side. Cartoons. 2,420 cartoons. I had that TV. Comedy, commercials, <laughs> drama, commercials. I'm like, who cares about commercials, right? 80s commercials. There were some legit do, commercials. You can do Where's 60s. Where's the beef? Oh, that was a great one, too. Yeah, right? But 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s TV. There's a little right. channel clicker and everything. It's freaking Is it commercial in, free too? Um, unless you're watching commercials, I would assume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Even if there are commercials, who cares? Yeah. So cool, right? But they're like, look at this. Soaps, sports, sports, everything. Huh. Like, who was the person that was like, dude, I'm just going to take all this and upload all this crap onto the internet and make this. Should I click one? You want me to click one? Hero. Wait, what? What is hero? He's a, no. Whoever did this is a hero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Check it out. Power button. I'm just going to click it. That's loud. Music. It's like watching MTV. Yeah, it's awful. Back when they played music. I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> that was loud. That was really But yeah, loud. I mean, it's kind of cool though, right? No, like how, sweet. It's just kind of a neat, stupid thing. There was one uh, website called Nintendo8.com. Oh, that sounds cool. It was all of the 8-bit Nintendo games you can play through an emulator online. Oh, oh that's pretty sweet. sweet. It was freaking legit. I think my buddy Dustin found one that was like, it actually took, he sent me a screenshot or a video of it, and it was, it was Zelda, the original Zelda, but it made it all 3D. Huh. And I'm like, how in the heck does, does that work? But what? it was really cool. Like, super, super cool. I'll have to have him send me it again. He, yeah, I think he sent me the link. Do we want to do um, the 90s cartoon theme songs at all? We did 80s, right? Yeah, we did 80s We already. did 90s sitcoms. Yep. We can do '90s cartoon theme do we, songs. Do we want to do that? Okay, Let we, me, uh... we can, we can, we can do that. <laughs> Are you sure? I think you were excited last time we talked about this. I'm, I'm, th- I'm saying that facetiously. Yes, we can do this um, because I might rock this. I think you're going to kill it. Actually, speaking of like um, TV stuff, 
I saw the trailer for the new Game of Thrones. Yeah. And I'm not a GOT fan. I have never once watched an episode. Neither have I. <laughs> Which is like, I had somebody try to show me, like, hey, watch this for like, and I was like a minute in. I'm like, good, nope. I just, I don't, I mean, I feel. <clears throat> I you guys are getting all crazy already. <laughs> We're going to do the challenge. Okay. We're doing this okay. one. All right. Because I don't want you guys already, like, you know, doing crazy you stuff. See it. So, like, rug rats. Basically. Um, we don't, which, we don't by the way, Tommy Pickles would be like in his mid 30s right now. He would be old, wouldn't he? Yeah. Tommy Pickles yeah. is played by a girl, isn't he? Probably. Yes, he was. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. Bart Simpson's also a girl. Yeah. Okay, so we got six seconds to guess these. That's okay. cool. This will be a fast one. Sweet. All right. I mean, these are totally long, so we'll just stop whenever. And we're not going to play all 16 yeah. minutes. Oh, my Lord. Unless <laughs> <laughs> I get on a roll. If I'm on a heater, okay. we're not leaving the heater. Here we go. You guys ready? Yep. Yeah. We're going to see what happens. Okay. Okay. Inspector Gadget? No. Nope. No, it's... The that hell was, was that? That was really fast. No, really fast. Yeah. Challenging. I don't oh, know. Oh, you get six seconds. To oh, no. I would have known this. I never watched Powerpuff Girls. I would have never guessed that. Sorry. Loot and plunder. What is that? <laughs> Fighting on the planet side, right? Captain Planet? Captain Planet. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful He's a hero. Gonna take pollution down to zero. Goof Troop. Goof Troop. It's gotta be Goof Troop. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a good song. It was a. Uh, and I don't know the rest of it. Like a song. Troop. I'm pretty sure it was Goof Troop. Yeah. Had to be. Yeah. Yeah. Back when cartoons of were legit after school, man. After school cartoons. Come fast. on. Goof Troop was actually three years before the Goofy movie. Uh huh. It was a continuation of the entire story, which is kind of cool to know. Yeah. Random factoid for y'all. Was Goofy a dog or a cow? Goofy was a dog. Was a dog. Somebody was like trying to convince me that Goofy was a cow. And I'm like, dude, you are Goofy, psycho. Goofy was a dog. Because <laughs> Pete was a dog and it was obvious. That walked a dog. That walked a dog. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That was it's like. so weird. Yeah. Disney was. Me- he had had I mean, like, that would be like the equivalent <laughs> of me having a pet midget. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've heard in ever. That's like, amazing. Okay. How screwed up is now that we need though, one. right? Now we need I'm one. I'm just now thinking of it. It's like, dude, no, that's so messed up. That's so cool. <laughs> I love it. Okay, here we go. Oh, I'll tell you the old school movie we watched um, going down to visit my daughter. We watched The Sound of the Sa- uh, Song of the South. Song of the South. Yeah. The first most racist Disney movie ever. Sort of, which is sort of, and I, I, I hate saying it that way because it's not really, it's just based on the time. It would, yeah. I mean, back in the South, that's how they talked. That's how they were. Now, well, when, like, when they mentioned tar babies. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay. So here, catch We it. just got thrown off of, uh, sort of. Uh, we just got thrown off of uh, uh, Spotify. Platform. <laughs> iTunes killed us. No, they, so in it, they mentioned tar babies. They don't mention a reference to it. They literally build like a little baby creature out of tar. And that's why they call it a tar baby, so that Briar Rabbit gets caught in the tar oh. and gets pissed off. Nothing racist about that. No intent behind it. Just that's why they it's called a tar baby. People that exactly yes, at that. And but it, there was also racist people that called people that. Yes, which is awful. Yeah, and we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But Uncle Remus, he was just a, a Southern black guy that. And at the time, they had servants. It was just how it was. It was. A, it's more historical. I'm surprised the Chappelle Show never like made fun of that movie. It's more of a documentary. I don't know. <laughs> With so, uh, Disney stuff. 
I mean, when you think about it, we just we have to. We're, people are too I sensitive. Anyway, let's get back I, know, to I can see Dave Chappelle is totally ripping on. Oh, he, I think he should. I think it'd be hilarious. <laughs> All right, back to this. Here we go. Next one. What the hell is that? What? That didn't even give you anything to go off of. That was. What? That I can't even. I got. Men in black. black cartoon. Did anybody watch Who that watched cartoon? That? That was a cartoon. I didn't even know that existed. That's ridiculous. One fine day with a wolf and a purr, a baby was born and it caused a little stir. No blue bugger, no three eyes. The hell was that? Beverly Hillbillies? No. Um, it's not cat dog, was it? <laughs> Maybe. Could be. Oh. It was! Cat dog. <laughs> Boom! Nailed it! Yes! Cat dog. <laughs> I can't even believe this guy. <laughs> On the road to glory! I can hear the rest of that song, and I I can't hear any of that song. Uh, yeah, this is these are very obscure. That's Mighty Ducks. That's right. Wow. Mighty Ducks, the cartoon was super crappy. Yeah. Oh, uh, is this Rugrats? Is it? I'm pretty sure. Or is it the? What's the one about the? It's not Doug. The, I know Doug. Oh, it's Ed, 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 Eddie. It's, oh! Dang it, that's right. I love this it was show. A, it was a rugged, it was, I had never loved that no. show. What was what in the crap was that? <laughs> but Ed, Ed and Eddie like, is probably the most the brilliant cartoon ever made. No, it wasn't wearing the world's carpet. It, it was! Dude, I nailed that one too. Yes. I used to watch the TV. We're in the world's car in San Diego. This Darkwing Duck. It didn't sound. Darkwing Duck. You might be right, but it didn't sound right. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Dude, I don't even know how you. I'm like four. I'm like four in a row right now. Beetlejuice. I think you're right. It, Early night, I'm thinking you're I'm, right. It, it has that vibe. I think that's the, the Lydia cartoon character. Oh, oh, Dexter's Laboratory. Freaking Lord, I'm off of this. Oof, never mind. That I didn't sucked. get enough. You don't really get enough of it. I have no freaking clue based was, off of five seconds. Yeah. It. I'm feeling like um, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do these, and all of my references are from the 80s. Yeah. We are oh, Gargoyles. gargoyles. We love Gargoyles. That's a great show. So, I still watch that. Pause it real quick. Going back to Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yep. That came out in 99? I really feel like that's I not like accurate. Was, I, don't, I feel like it came out before that. Because it came out in 99. I would have been in high school. I don't know, man. I used to watch it with my kids all the time. All the time. It Ed, was Ed, like Eddie's great. Flipping love Ed, Ed, and Eddie until uh, what's the Phineas and Ferb came out. I mean, that's that Phineas and oh, Ferb yeah. was brilliant, too. Oh, Gosh, that's good right, TV. Yeah, okay, whatever this thing is, here we go. Nothing. Dude, I got, it, it gives you nothing. I feel like the, the 80s cartoons were so much easier. I know. Uh, Johnny Quest. That was really. Are they going to like include some adult swim cartoons? Dude, this is like getting harder. Yeah, this is not not easy. And the fact I'm getting this off of five seconds and I've gotten the thing I have. Johnny Bravo. No way. Oh. I think we need like ten seconds. There's... 
dig it. But oh, yeah. I still have no idea what it is. Clueless. Really, this is awful. Swat cats? What? That was a thing? Yeah, it was garbage. It was bad to me. <laughs> <laughs> Captain! Oh, God. Oh, can you hear me? Captain! Oh, All right. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? SpongeBob SquarePants. If you don't know that, get out of here. You can't listen to us anymore. I mean, my mom would never I still let- watch SpongeBob. I'm Dad's 36 positive. and I will proudly admit I still watch SpongeBob. Pause it. Dylan, what you got? Um, when I was little, anytime I would ask my mom to if I could watch SpongeBob because I saw like an episode of it and loved it. She would say no because it's gonna make you stupid, and I was like, "That's not how cartoons <laughs> then you got, work." Then you had to laugh like SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> Can't this SpongeBob, me boy. <laughs> I love that show, man. I'm telling you. I don't know how to feel about this right now. <laughs> I mean, we are a serious podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll do the SpongeBob laugh later on. Because wasn't there like a rumor that it would make you I, your it, brain cells so parents, die? Yes. Well, yeah, but yeah. parents all around. I mean, for at one point, rock and roll was the devil's music. So you, you, gotta listen like, to, you could listen to rock and get pregnant. Yeah. How? There's, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. You get inseminated by the devil. Wow. That's what happens. <laughs> but uh, there's TV does not. Well, I mean, TV, TV <laughs> can make you ignorant if that's your only focus is TV because well, yeah. nothing else matters. But no, you're not going to be. That's dumb. I mean, it's not dumb. It, she just didn't like it like yeah. I did because I like stupid crap. I like Spongebob. Oh, yeah. I like stupid I, oh, crap. I like Spongebob Mom's too. Like, I don't, like I don't watch any Spongebob. Oh, but man, it's on I, Amazon there's, Prime. There's just more worse things I enjoy watching. That's I just watch I it that. with Owen. He loves it. <laughs> nice. Okay, ready? Yeah. I don't know. I heard. I, I don't know what that I, I, was. I didn't know what it was anyway. So yeah, I I hope somebody's playing along while they listen and guessing. Sharks. Sharks. <laughs> what? Dude, I'm like learning about where were these when I was a kid because I didn't hear about that show. It almost sounded like that the beginning. Batman. All right, it was. That was totally Batman. It was Batman, but it also sounded like the beginning in Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Sort of, yeah, almost. <laughs> I love Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Huh. Batman, that was a great one. <laughs> it's like Duff. Regrets. No, and it's not Animaniacs. No, it's off of, I know it's off of Nickelodeon. I'm trying to remember which show it was. Um, uh, Cow and Chicken. Oh. Man, I should have known that. What is the show it I was didn't on, watch? It was on right before Rugrats. That's how I knew it. Animaniacs. Oh, Animaniacs. Great cartoon, dude. Pinky and the Brain. Yep. Underrated. And the nurse. Oh, oh the nurse. <laughs> nurse. Have mercy. Oh, nurse. <laughs> We're like, I bet they'll have Tiny Toon Adventures on here too. Is there an 18 cartoon? It's gonna be an 18 cartoon with what? tiny mice. Oh no 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 no! Was that tiny recess? Mice? That was recess. I think that was recess. I'm pretty sure that's recess. Yeah! <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's wow. Yeah. Is it the mask cartoon? Yes. It totally sounds like it. I'm pretty sure be that's it. what it was. I never watched it because it was garbage too. <laughs> but we watched it on the Tim No, yeah. It was the mask cartoon. It just something about that swing that goes with it, you know? I know this. What the hell was this? That's another Nickelodeon cartoon. Yeah, but what was it? I, I, it's so familiar. 
Doug. It's Doug. That's why. I don't remember Doug, that. I don't remember that for the theme song. It's like the youngest because I'm kid ever. Oh, come on, we know. But Doug was. Come on, man. Doug was like the youngest balding kid ever. Yeah. That's South Park. Ever. Of course. Oh, that's South Park. oh yeah. If you don't know that, you'd like you've been living in some. <laughs> I have no idea. That sounded like a cheap cartoon that we had Rocket Rock power. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not even clear. Whoa, seizure power. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Say, hey, Arthur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I hate this cartoon. So Dude, Arthur. Much. As a parent, you have to watch Arthur. I hate it. Not anymore. It's good parenting. Not anymore. <laughs> no, it is not. Arthur went woke this year. By the way. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. Uh, old Arthur is good. Yeah. Sorry and stop. Metal something and it's awesome. What? A children's cartoon that'll melt your face. <laughs> what do you think it is? That's awesome. Okay, it's easy. Come on. It's Aladdin. Yes. It's Aladdin. Is that? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Totally. 100%. It's. Yeah. This is. Was there a cartoon of Aladdin? No, dude. That was a freaking movie. What? They're including movies now? It's crap garbage. There's very slimy sounds in that one. There was. Was that? Was it Mission Impossible? No. No, 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 no. That was, um, the, um Ghost. No, it's, uh, oh. Kids Next Door. Okay. Yeah, Kids Next Door. I watched that a little uh, bit. Yeah. yeah. We, we watched a little bit. That is, like, the worst, like, nugget you could get right yeah, there. Yeah, what an awful riff. What was that? I feel like they should have, like, more, like, or at least somebody worse. Biker mice from Mars. Because nobody yeah. watched that. Yeah, not many people. And if do. you know that and you're listening to us, you watch too much TV. Should we end this? Was that Powerpuff Girls? No, no I, don't know. I don't know what that was. Two more. Two more. I am I Weasel. Weasel. What? Weasel. I'm surprised Curse the Cowardly Dog what hasn't come <laughs> Oh, it's a tailspin. Yeah. Tailspin, nailed it. Oh, totally tailspin. That was blue. Which was that great. was blue, dude. Was, that was yeah. totally blue. Yeah, that was a great yeah. cartoon, man. Tailspin. I love that. Great. I love that cartoon. <laughs> it's a Nickelodeon. Cartoon. Tailspin yeah. had nothing to do with the actual characters that were in it. No, it was <laughs> nothing like it. Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I knew that. Wow. <laughs> oh, we, everybody knows this. Yeah, Rugrats. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll end it. We'll end with Rugrats. We'll end with Rugrats. Rugrats. Okay, that was a that's solid a solid landing yeah. point. I did okay. How much there was some that was at Rugrats, nineteen ninety one. No way. I used Dude, to watch it on my tablet. Tommy Pickles turned thirty. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think he does for a living now? Garbage man. Oh, that's, he totally, that's steals, that be good. steals catalytic converters. So, so, so talking oh about, my gosh. That's, he's in Detroit. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right.
<laughs> He's addicted to painkillers living in Boston. <laughs> great, great movies, great shows back in the day. Flight as a Navigator was probably one of the, the quintessential 80s movies out. <clears throat> right? Sure. You don't think so? 80s movies? I mean, dude, I would go with like anything by Corey Haim or Corey Feldman. or They were all guys. B-rated movies, dude. <sighs> all of them. They were great. E.T. But they were all of them. But Flight e. of the Navigator would... E.T. Disney blew us away with that. Okay, E.T. was... Okay. E.T. was pretty Ryan good. trying to make a point. <laughs> anyway, Flight of the Navigator. Continue. Was amazing. Joy Kramer. That, that was the former, former child star, Joey Kramer. I'm, former... Yes. Uh, uh, debatable. <laughs> I don't, I don't he was in quite a few was. other movies too. Was he? Yeah, he was actually quite a few others. Here's the craziest part though, is that I didn't know until I was looking this up. You want to say it? He's been arrested in connection was, with bank robbery. Yes. In Canada. In, dude. All right. So here's the one we talked about it too. Like you want to go child stars that like kind of broke you. Yeah. When I found out Benny, the jet Rodriguez got arrested. I was like, what? Uh, no. Pee Wee yeah. Herman. Yeah. Pee Wee Herman. That didn't surprise anybody. Uh, everybody kind of thinks so. a creep. There are so many people that actually started on the Pee Wee Herman show that mm-hmm. became famous after that, which is crazy to me. But yeah, Joey Kramer, <laughs> Fly the Navigator, arrested for bank robbery. <laughs> That's hardcore. Oh my gosh, yes. man. It's not like petty theft or anything. It's like, no. yeah, it's, give me your money. In Canada. In Canada. Why Canada? He's probably all polite too. Like, hey, I'm robbing your bank, eh? Give me, give me all the money, please. Do you think he sounds <laughs> like that? Do you think... I still I feel know, like he, not. To, to me, he's never not going to sound like the kid from Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> Ever. Hoser. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> child, say, but, that's some poutine, eh? <laughs> Go to- All right. So do you know Bryce Dallas Howard is? No. She's the redhead from Jurassic Park with, uh, what's his face that we like uh, so much? The very last Jurassic Park. I didn't watch the very last Oh, one. really? Um, oh. The, uh, Guardians All of I watched was the Jeff Gold- name? All I watched was the Jeff Goldblum one. Right. What's his name? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, it was like. Dude, how do we not know this? We we love talking about him. Oh, um, Chris um, Pratt. Chris, Chris Pratt. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Like what well, was Chris Pratt? Thank you. Man crush. It's like Jurassic Park yeah. 12, whatever the hell it is. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Jurassic <laughs> Park 34. There's at least more of those coming. Yeah. Anyway, so she wants to do a reboot of Flight of the Navigator. Okay. Uh, with a female-led cast. Mm. Oh, please. Why? I don't... Just... Can use, you? Use the premise, but... Sh- like, it's like how they wanted to replace 007 with a female. And I'm like... How about create your own like BA chick character in that role? But don't call it double. I mean, 007 will always James Bond. Okay, so here's the thing. What is it going to be? Jamie Bond? I mean, but, like, but no, here's the thing. If you, if you do, if you do redo James Bond, part of the plight of James Bond is having sex with the women. Am I wrong? Correct. He's got to seduce them. Go on. How hard is it to seduce a man? it's like hey i'm jamie bond like hello there i took my clothes off give me your gun okay (laughs) the movie's over movie's over he's caught let's be honest right that's as far as it gets you can't do james bond with a woman the The plot's over unless they're all like unless she like so if only fights crime against Gay guys. Think about oh, going exactly. Oh. Yeah. Then there might be some queens. Oh, you can't get me. <laughs> Jamie like, Bond versus the the drag queens. <laughs> like, RuPaul. Like, I mean, it's one of the villains. But but seriously, <laughs> now I've got to say disclaimer: some drag queens still like men, still like women. Sorry. Whatever. But, but I mean, like you Those know, you, you see how how absurd it kind of turns. And it's like the the plight of James Bond was: I can seduce people. I'm a womanizer. I'm whatever. If a woman becomes James Bond, the movie's over. There's no, I mean, 
Seduce a man. Here's a here's a boob. Yeah, it's, it's like over. redoing. I mean, like think of other movies you could redo and try to like. Could you imagine a, Charlie's a, Angels with uh, three dudes? <laughs> three dudes. Eighteen. Well, I mean, well, Char- it's essentially the eighteen. Part, part of Charlie's Angels was that they <laughs> they were able to seduce men. That's true. You see a bunch of dudes as Charlie's Angels. Hey, baby. Twenty one jump. <laughs> Twenty one jump street. <laughs> That'd be awful with chicks. Yeah. I mean, the, it's, there's just there's certain things that you need to you got to leave alone. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I mean, okay, so Bond let's, is let's talk Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Uh, Ghostbusters. We love they did do it with the women. Uh, the, I mean, the female one was not so good. Not and it wasn't because it was a bunch of girls. It was just awful. Just the premise that kind of The best part off. of the entire movie, Chris Hemsworth. Yep. Yeah. Freaking 100%. hilarious. That's true. Freaking hilarious, right? Um, but it just, I, it try just didn't work. Forrest Gump, but like. Reverse that. Yeah, with a female <laughs> where he's like, the female's kind of slow. I'm trying to figure I mean, out how that would Johnny. even sound. It would be so because we all want to go. Hey, <laughs> yeah, Johnny, yeah. Johnny, instead of nice, Jenny. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. <laughs> well, I'm not a smart woman, but I know what love. I mean, come on. So, <laughs> what would her name be? Would it be Jenny Gump? No. Oh, Franny Gump. I have no idea. Is there is there like Forrest tree language Gump. for a girl? Bush Grump. Bush Grump. <laughs> wow. Forest Bush. Seriously. Tree. <laughs> Sequoia Gump. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> You're not helping. Start, no one's not helping start, at all. Start thinking of like war movies that you could replace it. At, like it's just like nah. and it is the movie. Rage with women, <laughs> dude. Oh, that'd be crazy. Apocalypse, Apocalypse now. I mean, nothing gets women, but it would just be like so like weird. And we're not saying women can't be empowered and do strong things. It's just it doesn't make sense. Yeah, stop screwing with it. Yeah. Now, theoretically, <laughs> maybe Flight of the Navigator would work. Maybe we've got okay. You had updated. it'd be cool if it was a continuation and it, and it was their uh, children, their daughters, or something. Okay. Let's say that little creature he brought back with him, you know, was not fully grown and and murdering people. I don't know. What well, does that thing turn into anyway? Yeah. I Let's start with that. Idea. Like, okay. does he pass it down generation to generation, or does she like randomly find the, the skeleton of this? And now she's like, but then here comes Pee Wee Herman as a <laughs> who would not play? Who would play that part? Who plays that part? <laughs> I mean, like, if, Jack Black. <laughs> it's a very sarcastic freaking sp- alien spaceship. Now <laughs> I don't know. That'd be, I don't. I just can't see it. <laughs> I mean, if they did, like like I was saying, like if they did it with their daughters or something, and they found the actual planet with all of the aliens. The pl- no, there was a bunch of ape planets. There was? Yeah, they collected from all these planets, so we can't. Uh, anyway, hey, so yeah, um, sorry, FYI, I, I had my mom forward. try Patriot. You did, okay. She tried it. Yeah? Now my mom is now very, she's, a buyer. she's very particular skin. Very. So I'm in the same boat. I mean, like. I have big, very sensitive skin, too. Like, won't wash her face with soap, nothing. Wouldn't even use bar soap. Guess who loves her bar soap? Uh, guess who was like mama's a patriot fan guess, guess who was like hey i washed my face and it didn't didn't feel like like tight and no crunchy or anything film no slow. oh yeah that's awful dude yeah when like your face feels like it's just oh, it's you like horrible. instantly know you're like hey my pores are now clogged this is cool oh yeah patriotmen.com by the way people uh buy their products i'm telling you christmas is coming up i think we're like what 71 71 yep. days away from christmas my mom loves the hand cream like dude, I've got my mom, my mom, my aunt, like everybody, like hand to hand combat. They were like, amazing, that on like that. amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I'm rocking it today. I was, uh, you know, I'm yeah. on, I'm on the keyboard all day, so I don't really think about it too much. And I'm, but like my dry skin loves it, loves yeah. it. Ever, I'm on, I'm on zero dark thirty right now. Yep. 
Got the coffee grounds in there. I'm using the uh, Angry Charlie currently in the shower. Downstairs in the shower. Yep. That's for your yeah. guests. Yeah. Hey, I've got this thing to say for every, every mom or every parent that's raising boys, <laughs> little boys right now, when do they get to the point where they've got to shave their genitals? <laughs> I just kind of wanted to say that on, on the thing. Anyway, <laughs> when they get to that point, when they have, when they've they got to trim ability, the nuggets, yeah, when, they've got, when they've got that ability to do that, <laughs> remind them, we'll teach your kids to rinse the soap after they use it. Nobody wants pubes in their soap. Okay. Yeah. And no. it, unless you teach your kids this, they don't know. I had to be taught that. It was embarrassing by my stepmom. <laughs> or and if you have a wash, like nobody uses washcloths anymore, right? No. I mean, do you? No. My mom gave me this little hand scrubby thing and it was kind of awesome, actually. It's like a loofah that wraps okay. around your hand. And I was rubbing the heck out of myself because I was like, hey, you know, maybe it'll help my dress. So in. many people was like washcloths. And I'm like, who uses Warsh. a washcloth anymore? <laughs> like, dude, it's like you rub it on the soap and then you mm-hmm. rub your body with it. And I'm like, then what? Well, you just hang it up in the shower. And I'm like, Gross. So you got like a pube towel? You have a pube towel hanging in the shower? That's what it feels like, right? I mean, like, seriously, I don't know. I just, I'm not a fan of them, but I mean, these these little... We're back! (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I love it. We're back to our old selves, yeah. We love Patriot, Um, and it really... Yeah, great products. They're... Dude, the hat's super rad. I tell everybody about it, because I I just... They're just... It, bar none, pun intended. Oh, nice. (laughs) Bar none, PatriotMen.com. The best soap you will use. I'll stamp it and say it. Keith, and it smells amazing. Yes. Keith, the the one the Patriot soap, loves it, dude. And Keith was using a thirteen in one. To my dad is like old school. Like, oh, just use Irish Spring. <laughs> awesome. I have him as a believer. He's like, actually, that's pretty good soap. I'm like, and like it's it is crazy. You. So I mean, yeah. we hate pushing it. We hate talking about it. Well, we love talking about it. No, we love actually, talking we about, love talking about it. it. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Like once you start using it, you'll be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So anyways, patriotman.com, head over there today, pick up some other swag. They've got cool stuff like shirts and hats. Look it up. It's totally too, so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, with that, uh, commercial. So we're gonna do something fun. Yeah. I really wanted to <laughs> kind of uh, make us do something stupid and entertaining. Yeah. Because you know who I am. Guess that song. We're going to do Guess the Song with Mr. Chicken. Is this like oh, that fun. one? Yes, in, dude. Is this like the Indian guy that you had that was like... Oh, no. This is totally different. <laughs> this, this is more fun, though. So, are you prepared? Sure. Is everyone prepared? Okay. Right. Here we go. Ready? Yes. Guess the song. I'm going to try and make it easy a little bit. Here's okay. the first one. Oh, this is easy. Oh, this is Africa. Africa. Toto. Toto. I said it. I said it. it was totally right. So amazing, though. Okay. Next one. Oh, this Don't, is. Just wait. Okay. That's it's newer. Like, I don't know who sings it though. It's "Stay" by Justin Bieber and the Kid Leroy. I don't know that. I know it's newer. This is the greatest thing <laughs> ever. Oh, <laughs> This is something my kid would want to listen to, and I would be like ripping my, like jamming screwdrivers in my ears. <laughs> I don't know why I love this so much. It's amazing. It's so cool. It's okay, amazing. Ready for the next one? We're getting oh, yeah. chicken. Is it actual rubber chicken? Yeah. Oh, never gonna give you up. Oh, Rick Astley. That's Rick Roll a little more. You can't be. So that's oh. freaking, I want it that way. Oh, yeah. I want it that way. Old 
submit karaoke. I'm sorry, everybody. Wait, we already heard this one. But different. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next. It's the same one. It's the same one. <laughs> You've all been rolled right, by a chicken. Crap, man. Next. Are we done? You are done, dude. Okay. Rick rolled by a chicken. Oh yeah, that's great. Tell <laughs> me that's not like one of the coolest things ever. No, it's not. But okay. It's really annoying, but it's okay. <clears throat> it is really amazing. Oh, yeah. Really amazing. So I'm sorry, everybody. You had to deal with that. I uh, yeah, I, I flip and love this. I can't. I'm a giant child. I was really like sitting on my keys. So if you're thinking, <laughs> was that comfortable? <laughs> no, it was not. I was like, why does my leg hurt? <laughs> so I, I kind of want to talk about this before we actually jump into our, our total topic, which is, <coughs> excuse me, you are not your child. But before that, <laughs> depression. All right, yes. right. The stat Ryan knows the stat. Yep. Right. Over seventy percent of suicides are men. That's really, I mean, of the seventy percent of suicides being men, of that seventy percent of men, it's like eighty-two percent is between the ages of seventeen and thirty-seven, which is amazing. Now we there people always focus on on women and women suicides, um, probably because they're not as it's off common. I mean, you yeah, you see it as much. I mean, you hear of it. I mean, I know that you guys have been you guys had one what last At year at school, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dylan's I, mean, school, but I mean, Lake City had one, the high school here in Coeur d'Alene mm-hmm. had one about three weeks ago um, It's for it, boys, but yeah. It's tough though because people really, they, they don't really talk about it or address the fact that men are this. And I wanted to kind of talk about, you know, like what do people do you know, when you're depressed? Yeah. And I, and I could preface something to kind of like take us into that is we look at society now um, and men have the idea of what's manly and what isn't, right? Oh yeah. Um, and then you have the female part of society that tries to expect men to be stable or not really show emotions or swings or whatever. It puts men in a weird position because they're all of a sudden their emotions aren't validated. Right. Mm-hmm. 100%. And then you just thought of as being, you know, you're being a baby or you're, you're taking this way too seriously. And it's, that's dangerous ground for guys. I mean, cause then it's like, well, where's my safe space to actually be able to be human? When you're told to man up, whenever you actually show emotion, it kind of just wants, it's, makes you. I think want crap, to, people, dude. It's I freaking think garbage. People use yeah. man up wrong though, because manning up doesn't mean suppressing your emotions. It means no. controlling yourself. Manning, man, man, well, that and manning up means maybe speaking up, speaking out. Yeah, like telling somebody like, "Hey, this is and what I'm feeling." It's like, dude, come on. Just like, the you longer wanna, you hold it in, the, the more it's going to damage you. Well, Absolutely. men, we want to fix things, right? Mm-hmm. So if if like your insides or like your heart isn't right. Right. I mean, I'm taking heart, like my heartaches, right. I'm sad. Yep. I'm not, not, I'm not feeling happy. I'm not whatever, you know, it's like, I'm down. I hear people say that all the time, man, I'm just feeling down today. Do you think we're fixers because we are using that to avoid our own to an extent issues? But if we want to fix things, like we got to fix that too. How do you fix that? You got to talk about it. Yeah. But we're not taught that. No. We're not taught to talk about it. So I mean, like, so a lot of a lot of guys and a lot of a lot of girls are upset like the guys play video games, right? Yep. I mean, that's that's their escape. That's sure. their. I spend all day long working. I'm stressed. I don't want to. I don't want to throw all of my garbage on you and make you deal with it too. I'm just gonna. I got to release. I, I understand people do that, but it's also in moderation because how fast is three hours I go? Like, I mean, oh, easy. Yeah. yeah, totally easy. But I mean, so of course, moderation. For I everything. do. I do this next one. You do long drives. Yeah, I love them. 
Dude, I love it's you. just a chance to kind of like think through things. You can like I love having an internal monologue. I loved it more when gas was lower. I did. Oh yeah. Yeah, I could do those more often. Um right. but the internal monologue thing where you kind of talk through like, oh, this is what I'm feeling or this is the problem I'm facing. How, what are some of the solutions? What would it look like if I did this? What would it look like if I did this? Yep. And you can kind of talk through some of these things and realize like, okay, is it really that big of an issue? Even if it's just the drive and the music. Yeah. Clearing I mean, it, it is. It, it's meditative almost, <clears throat> you know, it's like going to the gym and working out. I mean, I drove a lot for work. I mean, before I switched, but yeah. you know, it was like, that was part of, I loved that part of my job because I love windshield time, man. Like I just get a kind of, throw music good. on or throw a podcast on or whatever. And just kind of like, it's a chance to just clear your head. You don't have to worry about anything in that moment other than what's, what's coming at you in the other lane that might cross over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sports. I mean, I, I would take working out, man. Like the gym is, was therapy for me for a while. It really was. It's still therapy for me. Um, but I mean, we feel like, like it's, it's crazy because if we're not giving enough, if we're not able to help people enough, we kind of, we're disappointed in ourselves sometimes, you know I mean? It really, and that's where I try to be really cognizant on social media of when I see a, a guy doing something new or doing something hard or doing something that takes discipline, mm-hmm. I go out of my way to let them know, hey, keep doing it. You're doing a great job yep. encouraging somebody else. Because how many times, especially as a single guy, we don't get that a lot. Not if we're going all. through something hard or we're like trying to do like this thing, not a lot of people reach out to you and say, how hey, are man, you doing? Like, how are you doing? Like that, that looks hard. Like, how's that going for you? Yeah. Nobody does. Nobody. Because, and we don't know if it's because they're caught up in their own world or whatever's going on. I mean, it's tough. Really. Well, we don't have that partner at home that may be encouraging us either. And so it becomes tough because you like start sitting in your own little world. You're like, man, I'm trying this new diet maybe. Or it's like, Hey, I'm really so many encouraging doing like do 75 days hard where I want to do like two workouts a day, read a book and like read some of a book every day mm-hmm. and like do all those things. Like, yeah, that's hard stuff to do. There's who's holding me accountable. Yeah. And I, that's and we where, need, well, we really need that too. And that's the part with men, like, especially once I think you hit the age of like 15, having accountability is massive. And that was something I was really lucky to have growing up was like, I had friends that would hold me accountable and it wasn't necessarily like, I mean, I, we still had fun and we would do stupid crap, but at the same time, they genuinely cared about me and like, you know, like we could talk about stuff other than just, girls. So I think the reality of accountability is, is what manning up means. Yeah. That's bigger. Absolutely. Man up and own up to what you, what you've done. Yeah. Accept it. You know, and be accountable. A 15 year old in the room. I was kind of looking at you and I said that, but like, I mean, I don't know how many friends kids have these days that genuinely hold them accountable. I mean, I have one friend that, I, that if I do something stupid, he'll call me out on it and be like, dude, you, you, you did something stupid. That's you know, great that. though. You got at least one. And I mean, I help him too. Yeah. My buddy Jacob, he's, my best friend. Yeah. But that's what being a best friend truly is. Oh yeah. I mean, there's a difference between being a best acquaintance and being a best friend. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Cause I had a ton of friends, like a ton of acquaintances in high school. Like With- I could go hang out of their house or whatever, but like I had like my core four, like that would be there, like hold me accountable, hold my feet to the fire. What's tough about social media is that, I mean, like we're, we're kind of set up to fail on social media because everybody's like, here's my perfect world. Here's how amazing I am. If you're on Instagram, it's a bunch of freaking, 20 something year old model dudes that are like, Oh, I'm a personal trainer. Look at how buffed out I am. Let me help you. And you're like, dude, you're 20. <laughs> Let me yeah. see you at 35 and see if you're still working out. <laughs> like, or, or all these Instagram models that are like, you know, bikini pictures and this is my perfect life. Or I travel the world now. And all these, all these girls and these boys are like, 
that's my that's my standard. <laughs> really, I'm, I'm supposed to achieve. I only this? got. I posted this like a transformation. I've lost twenty pounds and I got four likes. So Crazy. Like, I mean, it's something you should be celebrating. Yeah. Yep. But if you're seeking the intention on the outside for the validation. It's like, well, what were you doing it for? It's just tough though. I mean, yeah. like, cause as a kid and even as adults, we look at those and we go, I want that perfect life too. Yeah. What am I doing wrong? And you're not life. Isn't that it's, it's not social media. No, it's not real. I, and I still see it in people in their mid thirties that I'm friends with from high school. It's like a, a female will post a picture of herself. That's like really working out and working out hard. And she wasn't showing a lot of skin in one picture. It had like 12 likes. The next picture she posted had like, her shoes and a sports bra out. and had her thumb inside of her belt loop and was like slightly pulling her pants down. It had like 50 likes. I was just like, cause that's hot. Yeah. And that's, what's going to get your likes, which is awful, yeah. but it's true. Yeah. And so it was like, I mean, yes, you're doing nobody, good nobody work going going about the, the journey. And that was the issue. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's going like, Oh, Hey, that's how are you doing this? What are you doing different? Is it tough? They're not fighting about the journey. They're no. like, I like the results so far. Show yeah. us more. Show me more. Get hot. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that typically people want to do that? They want to get better and they do more selfies after a breakup. <clears throat> and usually at, at that point in time or anything like that, they have words of wisdom that they have to spout to everybody. Yeah. Well, it's like I have this insane desire for now gratification. Yeah. And maybe it's because in the relationship you didn't get validation. I mean, that's totally possible. Yeah. Of it. But it, it's funny because like they tell these stories and like, oh, well, here's my thoughts. Here's whatever. Yeah. But they never step back and go, and they don't check themselves, right? Check yourself before you wreck yourself. It's real. You got to check yourself and go, am I saying this from a wisdom point or am I saying it from a, this is what I went through and I'm just putting him on blast or her on blast. And it's kind of like with what we do too. I mean, and to an extent with, with having the podcast, we could spout it off thinking that we're going to solve all the world's problems by sitting here on the couch. Yeah. But in the, in the grand scheme of things too, it's like, no, this is really our story. This is our perspective of what the topic matter for today. Well, and typically before we even go to the topic matter, it's, it's, are we checking ourselves also? Yeah. Am I, are we saying this? So the, one of the biggest parts, that's right. One of the biggest, biggest parts about the podcast is that we, at least I, I, for sure, I step back and I go, okay, am I committing this thing? Yeah. Am I doing this? Am I doing something or am I saying something to, to blast people? No. But am I, am I doing things like this moment? Am I saying, Hey, I see this happening on a regular basis. Maybe we get to talk about it. Maybe we get to call some people out and just not them out personally, but, but talk about it and go, look, before you offer the wisdom, before you offer whatever, make sure you're not doing it from a angry or a vengeful point. Yeah. And you're just, you're being real and going, look, I went through this, handle it. This is where I'm coming out on the back end. And we've there's, talked about that before. There's subject matter we've covered that, you know, you know me, like I was kind of uncomfortable talking about. Yeah. And part of it was because I didn't feel like I was in a position at that time that I could talk about it. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, Ooh, Oh, this is going to hold me accountable. <laughs> it sucks when that happens. Yeah. And it's like getting oh, checked by your buddy yeah. sucks. Getting checked and then getting checked on your own podcast. And oh yeah. Yeah. Like throw that in there. And you're like, but uh, it's crap. <laughs> but on the back end of it, it's an amazing thing to get through because you go, you know what? Yeah, you're right. You've got to go. Now I accept it and I can press her. Yeah. And, and you're like, Hey, I can accept this and I can own it and I can get better. Yeah. That's what we love about it. I mean, that, yeah. that's the best part. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're t- kind of on the subject for going into this. I know we talked about depression and what we do with it. Now look at it from the parenting aspect and I have a younger child and then I see you with your boys and they're older than obviously than my kid. I mean, they've got 10 they're probably dealing on. with depression a lot differently than your child. Yeah. Mine would be, <laughs> well, yeah. And I, and I think, 
you know, especially I see it now, it's kind of been showing up a little bit. Um, the hard part is it, and I'm not trying to skip ahead too much. It's all right. I'm trying to stay within the realm. But the thing I see within my kid when things are going wrong, and there's been some issues lately, there's been bubbling up. And I don't want to overshare and like spout the crap I'm dealing with. Okay. Um, but is it, you know, when a younger kid, if you're a parent of a younger child, you see it because the swings are more dramatic. Oh, like yeah. You notice it. And it's like, oh, something's going on because he's his extremes are like really high highs, really low lows. Well, younger kids act it out. Yeah. That's the bigger difference. Yeah. And, and they show outbursts like, where'd yep. this come from? Like, he all of a sudden is violent. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. It's totally. Like, well, agree. Why are you hitting? And older well, kids are more older kids. As long as you know your kid. Yeah. It's the moment they go silent. Yep. Right. Or get withdrawn. They go hide. They go sit in the room and shut the door and the room's dark. Am I striking a nerve right now? <laughs> Dylan, do you want to tell me I'm wrong? Dylan's like, dang it, he knows me. I'm caught. <laughs> but it's true. Because, because as you get older, the more you internalize something. Yeah. So the more you're going to afflict yourself with it by focusing on it, by internalizing. And little kids are like, I'm freaking the hell out. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> you know, like. You know, and I think, let's look at the last three years. I, I think before COVID, we were heading in this direction anyways. Yeah. Parents are struggling, man. Oh, dude, yeah, big time. And the, the struggle is different depending on the age group, obviously, but the struggle is still struggle. Like, let's be honest about it. And I know that you as a, as a child have probably seen moments in your dad where he, there was you know, issues that would bubble up. Obviously, as a kid, it's different because you can't offer advice, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You may it's, offer, it's really hard. <laughs> yeah, you may offer observation. Like, Dad, are you all right? Dude, it's tough as a parent, though, because as a parent, especially with boys that are my age, yeah. Um, I mean, I know they recognize it, right? Sure. And I have to go suck it up, Tristan, make him dinner. Yeah. Or let him eat cereal. Sure. <laughs> you know, like, but, but you can't be because as a parent, it's I, not neglect I, to let your kid eat cereal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but as a parent, I can't go to them and go unload everything on them. Oh, no, that's not parenting. That's no awful. matter the age, never make your kid your point where you vomit on them. Like, or, and I don't mean like literally vomit. You put all of your trash on them and expect them to solve your problems. Never do that. And never ask your kids for money. No, never try and borrow much money. That, that, that pisses me off so much, dude. When I hear about that, I just want to parents off. I know, isn't it? It's ludicrous. Never At what age. Like doesn't matter. What? Anytime in like your life, parents don't ask kids for money. If a kid recognizes that you need money and they offer it, it's all good. Right. And that's totally fine. I've done that before. I'm just sure. Here you go. Or I hide it. And, and then <laughs> later just on, find yeah. it sometime. Yep. And, and that, that's in instances where I just feel like it, it's necessary. Right. Yeah. It's a good thing. Uh, but like parents that, that go out and go text their kid, Hey, can I borrow? That's, that's, I don't know. Man. Whoa. They didn't um, grow up. Yeah. I could see it. I mean, like I've kind of seen that with people <clears throat> that have older kids that, maybe have like an alcohol abuse issue or whatever. And they're mm-hmm. like hurting because they lost their job. And they're like, are you going to borrow a hundred bucks? I mean, like, you know, and it's different if you're like, if you're at the store and you're like, ah, oh, crap, I'm short. Do you have any money? Yeah. And you give them the money back. Cool. Right. Yeah. Beyond that though. No. Um, like yeah. it's, it's weird. My son wants to go out and buy food. That freaks me the hell out. Dad, I'm going to go buy dinner. Hmm. It's cool because kids, kids want to do that. Independence. I mean, yeah, my parents realized that sort of, yeah. I mean, they let me do that. Yeah. I mean, it's weird, but you know, that's not that we had a shortage of food at home to eat. It was just like, I didn't want, I want my own thing. Yeah. But I guess if I'm working for it, go ahead. I mean, Christian's, uh, my son Christian's gone off and done that. He's been like, here's KFC. And I'm like, what in the hell? 
cool. <laughs> you know, like I feel weird now, but cool. You I know, can dig it. And and so like, you know, you should put in there like struggling lately with what they're consumed with. And that could be social media. I mean, how many kids see parents sucked into their phones right now? Where are you? You are way ahead of the game. No, I wasn't. I was up on the top. You oh, scrolled. Okay. You My scrolled. Bad. You scrolled away from it. Um, oh, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Right. See? Am I? But it, it does. So you're right. They are consumed with social media. Holy crap. I mean, like, how many in your like grade? Like how many kids do you know that like their parents could open they could openly say about their parents, yeah, my mom's addicted to her phone. Oh, all of them. Basically all of them. Yeah. How many kids are addicted to their phone? Be honest. Almost all, all of, them. of them. Yeah. Also, right? It's but where is that learned? Like because that becomes an allowance, right? Parents, if they're doing it, well, my kid's gonna be on their phone too, because I'm not connecting with them. So like I'll let them be disconnected. Here's I mean, a question though, really Dylan. Depends, am I always though. on my phone? No. Are you always on your phone? Not always. A lot. Not always. A lot. You're a lot. A lot. People are a lot. And it, it's, it's learned and unlearned, but it, we get that endorphin hit. Yeah. We get, we get those, those hormones from the, the likes. We like it. It's, and our brains are like, give us more, give us more, give us more. And that's just part of human nature also. Most, so I'm not going to blame all the parents for that. No. Most of the time when I'm on my phone, I'm just texting to my girlfriend. Yes. And looking through TikToks and scrolling. Uh, Christian's more of scrolling on TikToks. That's, but still, it's the same thing, right? Let's yeah, and so I guess like I, mean, what I, what I bring that up is obviously like oh, what you're consumed with, but it could be anything else other than social media or is, phones yeah. or whatever. I mean, like it could be, I know parents that like it's with sports. I mean, I'm, from the coaching side of things, how many dads that I saw that were consumed with what their kids did and live vicariously through their children, you know, and, it, and if they didn't have success, the dads were let down. I mean, like that's the worst part was like I had a kid that was a great wrestler that um, his dad, I mean, I, I really liked his dad too. He's a good guy, but was so involved and so intense and had such high expectations of him. You know, he goes to regionals and didn't qualify for state and oh, the, wow. the let down from his dad, like his dad, like his dad was more upset than his kid. And you know, it was a frustrating loss too, because he was ahead and then ended up getting pinned and it was like, it shouldn't have happened. And in my mind, I'm like, how in the world did that just happened? It happened, and, and, the, and the dad kind of like turned and walked away and went and sat down, like away from the kid. That's freaking. And horrible. I just and I was just like, oh, dude, like it literally shook me to my core. It's where I walked over to him, like just the kid, and I just gave him a huge hug. And it wasn't like to replace dad. I was as coach. I was so proud of where he got to that point. And it was a senior year. That was his last match. It was over. So like career done. And I just walked over and I'm like, dude, I just want to let you know how extremely proud of I am of you. Because at any point you could probably could have just like turned your back and be like, I'm, this is a lot of pressure. I don't want to do it anymore. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the high expectations from the parents is what brings children down most of the time. Yeah. Cause the, the higher expectations, the more they, they, they want to meet it. And if they can't, then they give up. Pressure's pressure's a tough thing, man. Dude, I think this brings into our subject, which is like, you are not your child. Yeah. Um, parents. I, I don't understand being consumed with, with a lot of things. I get it. Right. Yeah. But when you consume your entire life with <coughs> your child, and um, it, yeah, <laughs> like from the surface, it sounds okay. Oh, Hey, you love your kid. That's great. Oh, amazing. Oh, that's, oh, there's that's a phenomenal. difference between like loving your kid and being involved and that's loving a, your kid and being engrossed. Like it's like worshiping your child. Yeah. My, my kids, my life, this is my entire, everything. I'm nothing without my child. Dang. I, I to mean, an extent, I mean, I could, I maybe I'm That's getting rough, called out. Dude. I don't know. With no, I'm would, not calling you out. Yeah, no, you, like, so there's a difference though. You have a life without your child. Yes. A little bit. 
Well, he's young also. He's, yeah, he's three. Young. My life like, is a lot involved about t- taking care of him. Yeah. Which is true. But when he gets older, is your life just, that's it? No. Or I mean, he, he's going to do his own thing, right? Yeah. He's going to be his own person. I get at an early age. I totally understand that, right? That, that you have to. But you've also got to step back and go, what about me? Yeah. Because if we engross our entire life about the child, it screws everything up. Everything up. Yeah. Because now your child becomes this, the whole center of your world, right? You can't revolve everything around your child. Well, and you can't have your child be the lens of your world. And I think that's where, you know, it gets really dangerous is because you look at, here we've got your kid in the room. You know, how many how many of your friends or kid, peers in the school, like, have a really short leash as far as the definition of success? Um. Probably a lot. Can you rephrase that, please? How many don't have a lot of room for failure? Let's put it that way. Um, a lot of parents out there putting that pressure on to succeed. Disappointment's I mean, easy to come by. Like it's not a whole lot because the parents they don't really care what their children do so, anymore. Oof. So that might be even worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now that I'm hearing that, I'm like, oof. Like, so, I know a couple yeah. of people. So the parents that, are either way too engrossed or involved. Or they're just they're, disconnected. Way yeah. too disconnected. It's holy cow. Yeah. Like um my buddy Jacob, his mom doesn't really care what he does. Oh, you don't have to use names by the way. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good just for the future. If you don't want to use names, don't so then if anybody listens Here's the hard out, part of yeah. things though, is it, does Jacob's mom truly not care or is she just I mean some just parent differently. She lets you know? him do what he wants. Like she does care. I'm, I'm not saying that she doesn't care. Mm-hmm. It's that she, she doesn't necessarily. She doesn't say no. Yeah. And That's a million parents out there because they don't know how to parent. And I mean, most of them that I, most of the kids that I know, they, their parents don't care what they do. Like though their parents will supply them with illegal substances and, Whoa. Stuff. Which is not thinking that that's gonna so here's, closer here's the so problem with that, a yeah. cool parent. And that's what it is. They're trying Whoa. to be they are they're like, I don't want to be my parents, I don't want to be hard on my kids. I want to be the cool. Wanna, it's like yeah, yeah. mean girls. I'm gonna be the cool mom. Like and that that's yeah. literally what they're trying to be. They're trying to be the friend. They don't know how to draw that line. So they like like that said, there's a line between being the cool parent and being the respected parent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the 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 happy middle is the respected parent and the because if you want to try and be the cool parent then it doesn't necessarily work out how you want because that could cause drug addiction and um, other stuff. So do kids desire like if you're going to hang out in a group of friends like and you're going to go go somewhere? Do you want to go to the place that's loose rules or do you go to the place that's safe? Um, I mean, me personally, the safe, that's the, the place that's safe. And yeah. that was me. That was yeah. you. Okay. That was me with my water bottle. Man, all these sounds. <laughs> Dude, you're just like, like, you're on edge right now. Dude, I'm like, what is going on with all the noises? <laughs> Do we need to talk about something? <laughs> I'm hungry. You doing okay, dad? I'm hungry. I'm not going to lie. I'm really I'm getting hangry. I'm, yeah. I Do you want me to make yeah. some quesadillas? I'm going to get a little emotional. <laughs> make yourself a dang quesadilla. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's tough. To be that good parent, right? It's, it's tough to be because you want to be that friend, but you have to be strong. It's hard. A lot of parents fail at that. They don't know where the happy medium is. You know, and, and it was like, I think in my generation, 
there was the parents, there was the house that you could go to and probably get away with a little bit more than the others, but you weren't going to get out of hand. Like there was still always kind of like somebody there to rein you in always. if you guys get out of hand. Um, but I think it was also in, in how you choose your friends too, because I could have probably gone out and sought out people and been like, there is no parent at home. Like if we went over on Friday crazy. night, yep. oh, they're yeah. at the bar, like they're going and doing their own thing. So we're high school kids hanging out and there's like access to liquor, everything else. We could have done that. And it's like, I look at that. And I'm like, I didn't want to be there. I hate the lack of control. And well, I mean, the, so the, the control is the safety thing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's and I mean, control by safety. I mean, like I hate not having like boundaries or limits. Yeah. And so I had a really hard time with friends that like people, kids I grew up with that didn't have limits. It, it sucks because you know, you're not safe with those kids. Yeah. With or without the parents. Or I you're, could get you're in like, trouble really easily. You're like, you don't have my back, obviously. Yeah. Cause, cause they're not that way. Safe things really hit the fan. And like, there was a fight, you know? And it's like, well, who's going to have my back in a fight? Not the kid that got his way for everything. No. He's going to be out. He's going to freaking go Homer Simpson in the bushes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he is. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it, it's it's tough. I mean, we all know as parents that it's it's a challenge to make sure we're doing all the right things. Um, and it, but this whole the the engrossment in your child, yeah. What happens when they're gone? Who are you now? And this is this is the reason why most marriages end within five to ten years of the kids Children moving out of the house because uh, now the parents feel like they have no purpose. They don't know who they are anymore, and they're not in in love. I'm air quotes with each other because so, they they forgot it all. Go ahead, Dylan. Um, some of the reasons why their parents get like engrossed in their child's life is because they didn't like how their high school well because they're living went. they're living vicariously through their kids. What you're saying? They got dads that never left town. Yeah, like yeah. that always that still wear their Letterman jacket on Friday nights. I mean, yeah, yeah I know, like that. like the ones that um like that their entire life was their high school because they were yeah. a cool kid. Yeah. They they were more in high school than they are now. Well, I mean, we see that constantly. Yeah, yeah. I I, I I've seen can, it. I still see I can it. name yeah. names right yeah, now. Yeah, easy. I think but, we all can if we're listening. But yeah, it's just it's tough because I mean, like you you get married to somebody, right? And you love them, and then you have a kid, and then you're like, oh, this kid is my everything. I, I my my child. Now you start emotionally dumping everything in a child because now you just created your own best friend. I'm going to create my own best friend. You're 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 the world, right? Typically, those parents are also the same parents that blast their kid all over online. Or too. I'm going to be the I'm parent that's going to create all that stuff for my kid because I'm trying to create an advocate for my bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Too. And that's really it too, right? Oof. It's like when I take Dylan yeah. shopping with me, I know why he's going with me to make me buy all the stuff a 14 year old would buy. It, and I do. Yeah. Because I'm a child. He's a um, child. <laughs> if, if he wants to not buy all the crazy stuff, he bring he brings Christian because I'm not, I'm not good with uh, decisions. I'll be like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And then Sounds we come home mac with like, and cheese for dude, dinner. And, and, and then we come home with like six sure. things of Oreos. Yeah. No joke. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, I love Oreos. It's awful. It's horrible. So I, I try and limit that. <laughs> but I mean, like seriously, like these parents are, are so obsessed with it that they forget who they're in love with. I love my child, but I'm not in love with my child. Yeah. And, you know, it's like we, we look at parents getting upset with their kids more often because they're consumed with the child so we, we talk about like pressure right and i use that story of, of when i was a wrestling coach and it's you know what's reality what's not you know when are expectations too high mm-hmm. and it's not good to have low expectations either like let's put it that let be honest like i don't want i would never want to have low expectations for my child oh yeah you're good because i've been coughing dude don't worry about it <laughs> <laughs> um 
But like, like we said, we have to remove ourselves from the lens and remove ourselves from like, we're not living that child's life. Like let them be a person. And we, we ended the episode last time with like, let them do hard things. Yeah. Letting them fail. And they have to, you know, and it's like, it's like if, if the kid's kind of doing something, we're, we're always going to be there. Like never let them die. Right. We're not going to let it get that serious. That they're they're going to fall and split their head open. But when they're riding their bike and they're first learning, you know, we eventually have to let go, mm-hmm. but we but, can run alongside with them. Yeah. But we can let go. And that should be done with you and your spouse. Yeah. It should be, it, it shouldn't be a full investment in it. All I'm, I'm all in on my child. It should be, Hey, I'm in with my child. Yes. But you have to invest in your spouse also, which is kind of the whole point. You should You're invest your in your spouse more than your kids. To show your kid what a good relationship is. Exactly. And if and, you invest more in your spouse and your kids, they will be a better parent for your kids. And what's crazy though Sorry is Sorry if I inter- cut you off. You look like you had a point to say. I, well, I was going to say, I, I have a funny story of when I was um, being taught how to ride a bike by my mom. When, when she was trying to, um, cause dad, you know, the, the, farm Get to the story. I'm on the story. Yes. Just tell the story. <laughs> I am. Um, you know, the farm that grandma had, right? Of course. Um, you know, that patch of dirt yep. that had bumps in it. Mom would like push us and then we'd try and ride through the bumps and stuff. And one time I ran into the, uh, the pasture and my bike went up and my face went in, but it didn't hit the thing. It just kind of like went through the, the slit. The bars? Yeah. Okay. Well, it wasn't the bars because it, it was wood. Oh, it was you the wooden pasture. Okay. Like yeah. through, a, through a panel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my example failed there. <laughs> Good story, <laughs> bro. Say. Good story. Was there? Um, um, it, it was just, he was talking about how to like teaching to ride the bike that you have to let go. And... You were forced to something immediately hard. So you, yeah, you, you're forced to like, but, yeah. it's like making your kid go off the curb right off the bat. Like, Hey, oh, yeah. right I over the curb. If, if you <laughs> could have accomplished that, how much of a better bike rider you would be. Cause you'd be prepared for those perils already. Mm-hmm. Oh, neat. It's like throwing your kid in the swimming pool. You're either going to die or you're going to swim. <laughs> Figure it out. Now that's See, probably that's, the wrong way to do it. That's the horrible way to do it. Traumatize but, your child. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But imagine if your child swam, they'd, Probably be Michael yeah, Phelps. Then they're Michael Phelps. All right. Yeah, that's material, right? So let's, yeah. Sorry, that's really, it's like, I'm going to put just, like a bunch of different things out there and whatever you're really good at, you're stuck with forever. Here you go. Dad, you should, you a, should tell your, uh, your story. Of here's a knife. If you kill somebody, you're going to be, yeah. I'm no. okay. <laughs> but the reality is, I mean, like we, we, in order to be better parents, we have to be better spouses also. Yeah. And that's the big one. We can't, 100% dive into our kids. You want to because they're your flesh and blood, obviously. Well, you love them. Yeah. But I mean, you've got to pull back a little bit and go, hey, I'm still a human. I'm an individual. I'm not that child. You know, and love appears differently, right? Like dis- discipline is part of love, right? So parents, discipline your freaking kids. 100%. Dylan. It has to happen. It sucks to be disciplined, correct? Yeah. Do you know that it's good for you? Yeah. Why did you pause? <laughs> like, let me think about it. It's like, what's the well, right? What does dad want to hear? No, it's really dad, cool to be disciplined. Yeah. <laughs> no, because <laughs> when you're disciplined, you're being taught something basically. But yeah. um, it's, it kind of goes both ways because it's cool to be like, you know, your boundaries and what you shouldn't be doing because you have to be taught that. You can't just yeah. like know instantly. You have to be shown boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, it, it shows that you're loved. Yeah. is a big one. Parents, a lot of parents that don't want to discipline their kids don't understand that, that that's part of loving your child. You yeah. have to do that. 100%. Because, right. I mean, the reality is I'm preparing you for your future, right? Mm. And so, a lot of people struggle with the, the boundaries that they have for discipline. They have a good, take it too far, too little. And then the kids are like, oh, we can do this again. Or they're like, um, well, ouch. The consistency's not there. They don't, there's no follow-up. You didn't have the no. mental warfare of cutting your own switch? <laughs> yeah, basically. That one will kill me. Uh-huh. Uh, that one will become a bull whip. So you're like, <laughs> oh, where's the happy medium here? That one looks hollow. All right, I'll cut that one. You and then that one hurts twice as bad. Walking back in the house with a piece of wheat. <laughs> it's no big deal. <laughs> do this. Go cut another one. Oh, crap. <laughs> It just, we, we really want to emphasize, just be your own person. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the important one. It's good to be a parent. It's good to be all that, but you have to be you also, or else you're going to get lost and your future has nothing left in it. And that's, that's what sucks. Be you. Well, and be you and, you know, be the ability to try new things, to find boundaries within other parameters. I mean, like, and I'm not saying like, that doesn't mean like, how much weed can I smoke until dad gets mad? Like, that's not, exa- not at all what I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> it's wow. <laughs> going there. I'm trying yeah. to use an example, but it's I got right. in the room. Um, but no, it's more like, you know, you know that that's going to be a hard line boundary that you can't go there. Mm-hmm. So then it's going to be like, well, <clears throat> what's going to be the best boundary for me with the people that do that? Mm-hmm. It's like, I can still have a relationship with those people but I've got to be careful within the parameters of where I'm at. Exactly. Yeah. And I prefer not entirely like if they're cool and they don't try and peer pressure people into doing it and they like do it themselves. Cause I don't know. Maybe that's it's, a co- it's still it's not a coping amazing. mechanism. I don't know. Yeah. It's still not amazing to hang out with those people, but as long as they're not trying to force you to do it with them or doing it with you around. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're not comfortable with them doing it around you, then they should at least respect that. Or, exactly. well, that's or just I need boundary. to be high to hang out with you. Oh, that bugs me. Mm, that's yeah, not. That's and I'm like, okay. yeah, I don't want to hang out with you. <laughs> so here's something that I, that I kind of want to challenge everybody to do. And it was a, a random thought I had, but it really kind of describes who and how we are right now, right? Um, if you've, women and men, right? So women, you're going to have a, if you're married, you've got a maiden name, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Sign. Like, Sign your, your full name, your full maiden name, right? See how it's changed. Um, look at it. it. It's hard because we never deep dive into ourselves and we kind of get lost in our changes that we grow, right? Because we've all grown. Yeah. If I tried signing my name how I did as a kid, right? Who was I? Like, I honestly do. I, I don't even know if I remember myself as a kid besides being fun loving and, and crazy and, you know. Um, Adventures. Yeah. But who were you? Like take a minute, a minute and think about who you were, especially if you're married as a, as a woman for you specifically and have having kids, if you have kids or if you are a single parent, Man. think yeah. about who you were before that. <laughs> what do you love? Right. <clears throat> what, what did you love? What did you do? What are the hobbies you had that you had fun with? Right. I mean, I can tell you, I haven't done martial arts in a long time and picking it back up and teaching Dylan has been super freaking fun. That's awesome. I don't watch all the crazy Kung Fu movies I used to watch. Like the ridiculous ones, you know? Uh, like, yeah, exactly. Man. Where the mouth's moving, but no sound. <laughs> oh yeah. There's just, there's, there's so much that as you grow, you give up that made you who you are. Yeah. That probably needs to be looked at again to go, to go, man, I'm an individual. I'm not just a dad. 
you're not just a dad, Ryan. You're more than that. You're Ryan. No, I mean, I think that's your whole life doesn't revolve around being a parent anymore. No, I mean, that was like playing my guitar again. Yeah. Like that was like generally playing my bass again was huge. Cause like that was, I mean, I did that from like sixth grader all the way through high school and through college and everything. And then like I had my kid and I hadn't touched it in literally five years. Isn't it? And most people do this. They give up what they love because they're distracted by something else. And that's okay to be distracted. Go back to what you love though. Yeah, Pick it up new, again. Threw some new strings on it and started playing them. And I'm like, boom, get hooked up at church. And, I'm and like, you feel good, cool. right? Yeah. And it's awesome. And yeah. it's like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. I knew how to play. Play well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I mean, to it, my own it's totally cool. Bit, yeah. we, just, we just, we forget. And I was, I was thinking about that and I'm like, man, you know what? If my boys are gone, who am I? Tristan. Man. Hey, no, it's, it, the, but yeah, I've put so much of me into as Owen, being a dad. Right? Like I define myself as a dad. Yeah. And if You're I didn't like, have that, what am I? And I'm like, that's I'm a, insurance agent. That's I mean, a, it's a tough question, dude. Like seriously. Cause I mean, you I are, mean, I'm a parent, but am I more than that? Yeah. I'm not a parent. I'm Tristan. Yeah. I parent, but I'm not a parent. You know, and, that, and that's a good question. Like for faith too. I mean, like to take that aspect of yeah. it, like, you know, if I'm not my dad, I mean, am I a dad or am I a follower of Christ first? It's like, dude, if I can't say that I'm following Jesus first, I'm like, dude, it applies to everything, roots, doesn't it? Right? Like, I get back to who I met, yeah. who I am. Well, I mean, when we start, when we go that, oh, I'm a parent or I'm a dad, that's who I am, then you change your worth yeah. because without that, without being a parent, what are you? Well, obviously, you're not worthy anymore. You know, and some, it brings up something, and like, I'll add it to the challenge. Um, but my dad challenged me with before I got married, and it was like, make a list of 10 things what is the most 10 important things to you and it can be values it can be literally stuff mm-hmm. it can be activities whatever but what are the 10 most important things to you and you have to list it and look at it like you literally have to put in the time to write it down and then you have to like go back to your list at least a couple times a week and check in like am i tending to those things that i said that were most important to me dude i like it i really like that yeah yeah, I think everybody should do that. So absolutely, that, that, that's another challenge. I'll throw there because, like, it was great wisdom because I didn't do that. He challenged me with it, and I kind of passed it off as just another dadism. <laughs> and then I get married, and then boom, I'm like, man, like those things that were important to me got ignored. And I'm like, crap! If I would have just wrote those down, I could at least had them out there, and they would have been acknowledged. It's it's just so healthy. Yeah. So so remind yourself of who you are without your children. Um, and love you again. Yeah. And even with your children, but in the healthy context, right? Absolutely. Like you as an individual with kids, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, that's going to, I think do it. We're going to land this. Yeah, plane. we're done. And, uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Tristan. This is a advocacy podcast. And we had our special guest, Dylan King. Yeah. Dylan. Thanks wow. for joining <laughs> us this week. Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Confidence on that one. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> need like the heartwarming, like, da, 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 da. yeah. And we're out. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us.